There's the national panel. Celtics say there's a chance. Do the Lakers have Trey Young in their sights? Paolo Boncaro, what are those? And the Vegas Golden Knights demolishing the stars. If the guy you're trying to fight is your height when he's on your knees and laughs at you when you start, it's over. Let's go. What do you have pants like that in the 70s? Jimmy Butler was seeing Alicia Keys presser after Miami's loss last night. I don't want to be because everything's going to be all so right. That's how Miami feels after a game four loss. But from Boston's perspective, are you saying there's a chance? Because now the Celtics go back home. They're down 3-1. But can that 18-0 run resuscitate this team? Pablo Torre around the horn to you. Well, Tony, when you're going to shoot over 40% from three as the Celtics do, and often had done before the postseason, yeah, like they are going to be 37-2, and two, it turns out, statistically. So this is the team that had been one of the best teams in the whole NBA. They shoot threes, and they don't turn the ball over that much. This is what they got back to doing. I will point out in terms of, like, what is this signal? Is it just an aberration? Well, no team has been down 3-0 in a game four on the road and won a game like this by double digits. Okay. So the fact is the Celtics are better than they've shown. But the question I have remaining is when you are as desperate, when the Heat are as desperate as you, who wins that game? The Heat felt like they took their feet off the gas in the second half some. And the Celtics obviously needed this to survive. So I'm not convinced, but this is more like what we're familiar Glenn with. Yates. Yeah, they are resuscitated, but they are resuscitated back to life support from being unconscious. This does not necessarily mean they are suddenly spry and moving all over the place. I mean, I do think <laughs> that the run that they had, the 16-0 run, I was stunned that Spo didn't call a timeout during that entire sequence, mm -hmm. a la okay. Missoula, which was a okay. very interesting decision. But overall, I think that what remarkable was most remarkable to me from the Celtics was Jalen Brown. He locked down Jimmy Butler in that fourth quarter. He outscored him as well. Even though he didn't look like he had a ton of stuff going well on the stat sheet, I thought the way that he moved with Marcus, Marcus Smart and everybody else defensively was fantastic for that team. Woody Page, I'll bring you in here. Did you see some forms of life, signs of life from Boston last night? No, I give them a zero percent chance of coming back. In okay, I mean, you had them losing last night. If I want to go to your pick yesterday's show, go ahead. I think I said they were going to win the series. I'm going to go with that. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm going to go back to Pablo, who's talking about the three-pointer. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. They have died by the sword in the first three games, shooting under 29 percent from the three-point line. Yeah. When they do shoot 40 percent, they win all the time, but we don't know whether they're going to do it throughout the playoffs. We've seen them disappear. We've seen them reappear. I don't give them a chance because 150 teams have not been able to do it. I don't see anybody okay. breaking this record. It's one of those records like Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak that I don't think. Oh, you brought up baseball. Open. It's happened in baseball. A team has come back. In fact, two of the players from the team that blew the 3-0 lead were sitting courtside in Miami last night. Harry Lyles Jr., yeah, I'll bring Robin you in. J Jr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. While we're on the subject, since it is a steadfast rule on this mm -hmm. show, can we all agree to stop talking about the 2004 Red Sox <laughs> as if Manny Ramirez <laughs> is going to go out there and give you 30, please? <laughs> Anyways, 
Jason Tatum said the one thing to me that I thought was one of the reasons why they came out and won this game last night is they stopped the bleeding. Like, they came out, they finally had some confidence. And as Pablo referenced the three-point shooting, over 40%, 37-2, but they also were hitting their uncontested shots, which is something they didn't do in Game 3. 40% in Game 3, 66% last night. All that said, I still don't believe in the Boston Celtics either because this Miami Heat team, that's a mouthful, has been so good that it didn't really hit me until the fourth quarter of last night when they took a 14-point lead over the Boston, or I'm sorry, over the Miami Heat, where it was like, hey, this is their largest lead of the series. It's like, dude, you are a two seed playing a seven, and, and it took for the midway through point of the game four, that fourth quarter for you to have that sort of lead. So Miami's been dominant and controlled the series the whole time. And, you know, it might be five games, it might be six games, but they're winning this Pablo back in. I just want to point out that listening to Woody be so confident about how this is never going to happen, a comeback down yeah. from 3-0 yeah. because 150 yeah. teams haven't done it, it does remind me that we are mathematically overdue. Like, there is some 16-over-1 mathematics Oh, here. sure there <laughs> is. Ken Pomeroy pointed this out to me on Twitter. I want to tip my cap to him. We're going to get it at some point. At some point, if we're going to get, you know, a two-seed that's fallen into a hole, climbing back out, Non-zero is what I would go with. All right, with. so Woody Above says zero. zero. Lyles, I, I think Woody you were that. pretty close to zero. Pablo says non-zero. Clinton Yates? That's right. <laughs> I'll say 25%, but Harry, the best oh, storyline going is if all of these Red Sox players show up to the garden to make it the scene you wanted to be in Boston. Do not wipe that away. Who cares they go home and get Poppy, right? Dave Roberts? Uh, is an off day Thursday yes, for the it. Dodgers. Maybe get Dave Roberts. Although Boston going home, not a good thing for the Celtics so far this postseason. No. They have not played well at home. We'll move on. Let's talk hockey. Vegas 4, Dallas 0 last night. This game went sideways for Dallas in the first two minutes, already down 1-0 at home. And it was Jamie Benn's cross check, which got him the match penalty thrown out of the game. Referees determining Ben finished the check with the intent to injure Golden Knights captain Mark Stone. You're seeing it right here, that push at the end. Ben is Dallas's captain. Didn't make himself available to media after the game last night. Then later in the game, it was Max Domi berserking, trying to fight Nick Haig, trying the operative word. Haig laughed at him. Stars fans, well, they trashed the ice. They popcorn Aiden Hill on the ice. It was a mess last night. Coach Peter DeBoer on Ben, quote, he made a mistake, end quote. Clinton, whether last night in Dallas was a mistake or a series ender and a season ending meltdown, what was it? It was an embarrassment. It reminds me of a league that we've been trying to get away from for a long time in terms of violent hits, in terms of unnecessary fights, and in terms of people in the crowd acting like troglodytes when they don't get their way. I didn't like what mm. Ben had to say about the matter. I thought it was especially egregious that fans were throwing things onto the ice. They had to finish the second period before the third period because the PA guy had to tell the crowd to get the people off, you know, to, to get the players off the ice because it was too violent. All everything about that was very ugly, Dallas. I understand that the NHL is probably going to have some sort of you know situation regarding a suspension but overall that was an embarrassing look for everybody who calls himself a hockey fan in texas pablo torre well there should be a suspension because the quote from ben after the game i mean he finally emerged to give a quote and this is what he said tony quote i obviously would have liked to not fall on him and i guess use my stick as the landing point which feels like not quite a uh, you know Sorry 
for sticking someone in the face yeah. with my stick. Yeah. It feels like a pretty bad excuse. And so when you look at this in totality, yes, there should be a suspension. Yes, the Dallas Stars, who fell apart within seven minutes, had to pull their starting goaltender. Like, it all went bad, and the way they've handled it post-game has made it worse. Arlaz Jr.? <laughs> this is embarrassing, disappointing is the word. Like, you have a series here where, yes, you were down 2 nothing, but you were in each of those games. And then so for you to now come home and just collapse. The first goal came with a minute and 11 seconds. 42 seconds later, he does, Ben does what he does. And then in the next five minutes and change, you give up two yeah. more goals in the first seven it's minutes over. and 10 seconds. And now the game's just over. It's, it's disappointing. It, it shows a lack of discipline from your captain. If you are a Stars fan, I, I never condone throwing things on the ice, and you should never do that. But I understand why you're upset. And Woody Page. I just wonder about Pablo. When you're in college and the teacher asks a question, did you pull out your cell phone and read <laughs> Wikipedia? And tour? Uh, that's amazing. Uh, let me talk to you uh, about this. Let me reach out to accuracy, Dallas. Stay classy, Trump. Dallas. Was there anything worse than what we've seen, anything we've seen in the playoffs last night than what went on there, that you got two game misconducts, you take the uh, the starting goalie out of the game, you give up three goals in seven and seven minutes and 10 seconds. You got trash, garbage, popcorn coming on the ice, uh, PA announcements, the league uh, reaching out about it, the president of the team saying, we, we apologize. It was, it was chaos on ice last mm -hmm. night. It had no sense. You got Peter DeBoer, who was the coach and fired by Vegas, yeah, yeah. and yet he doesn't know anything about his old team. He doesn't know how to play against them. And he doesn't have any kind of revenge when you get to Dallas. Well, everything went sideways when your captain gets himself thrown out of the game a minute and 50 seconds in. One highlight from the game, our own Emily Kaplan standing on the box to get to the height she needed for the interview. You love to see that, that ingenuity from Emily Kaplan. Taking a break right here. Buy or sell is next. Coming up later in the show. Was, was the, the squirrel at Yankee Stadium. All right? Why this is a proper reaction to seeing a squirrel from the Bronx. We'll be back. Who runs the world? Squirrels. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. 
better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. While the Los Angeles Lakers wait on LeBron, and everybody has a pretty good feeling they think LeBron will be coming back, their off-season plans, two names are being floated around the horn. You already know where this is going. One name is Kyrie Irving, and the other name is Trey Young, reportedly. Clinton, can the Lakers swing that, and what should the priorities be for them this offseason? Ooh, there's a lot going on. So if LeBron does leave, I do think that Trey Young makes more sense because it looks like you're looking a little bit more towards the future. If he stays and you think Kyrie and him can get along, that's understandable. But the other guys around them, you do not want to lose Austin Reeves. You don't want a Caruso situation. Mm. You don't want a KCP situation where you're letting guys go who end up coming back to your court to remind you that you are not as good at scouting players as the team that they were on before. So, yeah, you got to figure out the LeBron situation, but the rest of the cast is going to be a tough one for that. Let me ask a follow-up to the man in Los Angeles right now is this another scenario where the Lakers are like we'll give you nobody and you give us everybody how about that that's exactly how this team oh, exists. No. Unfortunately, they're playing against opponents not a blank slate and one day Rob Palenka is going to figure that out what do you paid to bring you in here yeah Clinton they're, they got to trade AD for young that's not going to work out Kyrie Irving oh wow that's exciting putting three superstars on that team how'd that work out with Westbrook I don't understand exactly what they think they're going to be able to do. Nobody wants to trade them their best players for, especially Atlanta. You give up a guy that is your best star. Well, that report was out there, as you know, Woody Page, uh, months ago. Although the way the season ended maybe changed it again as Trey Young had some playoff success. Woody, you already have the, the Nuggets going to the NBA Finals next year as well as this year. You're feeling that good about your hometown team. You said that yesterday. Harry Lyles Jr. on Los Angeles offseason. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we could all agree the one player they can't get rid of is the great defensive stopper of the 2023 Western Conference Finals, and that is Rui Hachimura. Uh, but between Kyrie Irving and Trey Young, if they were to somehow get one or the other, I think Trey Young is obviously the fit that would be better just because of everything that comes with Kyrie with Trey Young or getting somebody that's going to be able to score. And obviously, if there was somebody that was going to participate in the Ice in My Veins celebration, it's him. But again, who are you giving up to get Trey Young? Pablo Torre, I go to you. Yeah, I think you keep the team together, Tony. Rui Hachimura shouldn't be a punchline. The guy is legitimately useful to this team. Austin Reeves is obviously better than anybody thought. And LeBron James is realizing that, look, we made the Western Conference Finals. We overachieved. He's putting pressure to guard against that sort of incumbency. Mm -hmm. People not doing enough. But I think doing the same thing again with a little tweak at the edge is probably actually the most sensible move for LeBron. Fire sell two NBA job openings. Milwaukee, Phoenix, Philadelphia. They've reached the finalist portions of the search. One name, a finalist in all three, reportedly. Anyone know? Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. Yes, Woody, I heard you there. Right under the gun. Woody, rank those jobs. Well, for Nurse, it's got to be Milwaukee. You've got one of the top three stars. I know that Philadelphia's in that mix also, but I want Giannis, I want Holiday, I want Lopez. I, I want to be a guy if I'm nurse. I coached in uh, Europe for 12 years. I know how to work with Giannis and European players, and I'm going to go to a championship team that can do it again. Ira Lyles Jr. 
I'm just impressed with NBA teams looking into the medical field, looking at a doc and a nurse for their head coaching vacancies. But if I was Nick Nurse, <laughs> I would really probably be looking towards either Milwaukee or Philadelphia. One, because you've got two of the three best players in the NBA available to you. They've got rosters that you could easily build around as compared to Phoenix. And their superstars are ones with looser personalities. And I think Nick Nurse would fit along really Pablo well. Pablo Torre? I'm going to try to not let my desperation seep into my answer here, but the answer is Philadelphia. It is obviously Philadelphia. is the best job. Do you job? want to be a hero? Do you want to be a hero is the question I asked Nick Nurse directly, Tony. They've won a championship in Milwaukee. Yeah, you can coach Kevin Durant in Phoenix. That's all fun and games. Great. Okay, but this is if very you can do this in Philly. Legitimately, though, you're ranking the jobs. It's Philly over Milwaukee and Phoenix. Oh, hi. Okay, all right. Yes, fine. Philly. You have Embiid, you have the MVP, and you have the upside of we will worship you if you do ben it. Yates. You win a title there. Didn't realize that having a passport suddenly made you could coach Giannis better, but I agree with Pablo on this. Like, Milwaukee is coming off of success in which they decided they still wanted to get rid of the guy. They have the MVP in Philadelphia, and your ceiling is just as high in terms of what that team can okay. do, especially if Harden leaves. I think that is – Pablo is exactly right. Well, the Pablo's point. right. He gets the point. We move on. Dodgers over Atlanta last night. That's two straight now. L.A., best record in the National League. Check this out, though. From Monday, something I want to flag for future consideration. Marcelo Zuna hit catcher Will Smith on the backswing. Back to the helmet. This happened last year between Ozuna and Smith. And, it, and Smith remembers this because, hello, it was his head. So they had words on the field Monday night. He just got out of concussion protocol, uh, did Will Smith. Ozuna, hands up, say he didn't mean to, but also that Will Smith can back up. Ozuna, you're seeing other instances with now other catchers through the years. Harry, it's happened before. Is this an accident or something else? I think it's something else. I mean, first off, you understand Will Smith's anger, especially coming off of that concussion. But if this is a thing that Marcelo Zuna is doing more, much more than everybody else, then this is his problem to fix. Step up in the box, do something, don't extend so much on the swing. But this is for him to fix. Pablo Torre? Yeah, this is a Marcelo Zuna problem. We just played a highlight reel of him doing this to people. And look, I understand he likes to be all the way back in the box. He likes that long, exaggerated backswing. If you're hitting people in the head with a bat, I feel like those things do not outweigh the whole hitting people in the head with a bat concern. Yates? This was a huge issue because of Will Smith's head injury. That's why the guys who come in the bullpen stepped out first. But yeah, he yeah. likes to get back in the box. He likes to get further back in the box than is allowed. Something in general that happens all the time in Major League Baseball, which is people scratching off the chalk lines. For the safety of the catchers, it might be time to maybe use a paint line on that back line just to make sure that when you Solutions go over oriented, it, you know Lynn what Yates. you're standing mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Woody Page. Ozuna claimed that Will Smith should back up in the catcher spot. He's there for the entire game. You have to move up in the box. You're the problem. Umpire should call him on it every time it happens. Mm -hmm. Yes, solutions oriented. Paint that. No, 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 I don't want to put it on there. The back onto the batter's box. I didn't like this show. <laughs> Woody Page. <laughs> going to the cell phone for stats. All right, Lyle. I can teach Woody how to use that after the show. Yes. Story, put features on there. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 50 games into the Major League Baseball season. Check this out. Five of the 12 best teams in the sport from the AL East. The entire AL East better than the entire AL Central. Let's have a debate, Yates and Tory. Is this more about the East or the Central? Clinton, first to you. It's definitely not about the Central. If you're not succeeding, I ain't talking about you. I'll talk to you about the Rangers who went for it this offseason and got the best run differential in the league. I'll talk to you about the Orioles who got the second best record in the league and one of the most exciting teams to watch. Forget about the Central. This There's is real fun about baseball happening. May. It's May, Clinton. Like, we know that divisional supremacy is cyclical. We know that there are a bunch of teams with win totals in their 20s in that graphic. Come back to me in September, man. Like, I'm not ready to crown the AL East or laugh that hard at the AL Central. All right. Like you know what? I think we all have a new band word there the from Pablo Torre. I won't do it all the time. It'll be cyclical the way I do it. But we'll move on. From baseball last night also, this shot here from Paul Goldschmidt hit a fan who didn't see it coming or was unsuspecting in some way, and it looked like it hurt. Bit of a ego strike there. And then some have said... This is an ego strike for Yankee fans in New York City to be scared of a squirrel. Look at this video the camera op got. Beautiful slow-mo <laughs> HD. Pablo, make a ruling here. The squirrel. Tony, I grew up in this city. If you're afraid of a squirrel, you have no business wearing anything with the Yankees oh. logo on it. Come on, man. Glenn. That's what call I grew up playing baseball They're where friendly. you're taught how to get hit in the shoulder with a ground ball and on your back if you get bean. I did not grow up learning how to deal with bushy-tailed rats from the Bronx trying to get That's all up in my trail exactly mix. Right. I can understand yeah, why people are The bushy-tailed rat. Pop, let me speak to my friend from the five boroughs here. Pablo, we're a long way from yeah, Kip's Bay for you now at this point. Uh, too much time in the Hamptons. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Out there, the, the fine, squee little squirrel. Here, this is a squirrel from the Bronx, squirrels. all right? This is, this is a squirrel from the Bronx. These animals have the will to do what others won't. Rodentia in general, all right? They go into the strollers. They take away all the... These guys are, no, reckless abandon from these squirrels. Fear them. Point. Clint Yates. Showdown three for all the Marvos. Follow Boncaro's Slam magazine cover. Growing up, we called these Jinko jeans, right? We're all the same age. Pablo, yeah. you remember these, right? So, fashion do or fashion don't, Clinton? I wouldn't do it. I would like to see a gif of that picture on the left to see if it actually completed that through the legs dribble. But, man, Lando Magic, you have to make <laughs> yes. this a theme night next season. It has to Pablo. happen. That is comfort. This photo looks to me like comfort, like a man who does not care what alleged cool indicates. He is here to have a fun time. And he's right. a lot of stuff just like a squirrel. You can't cross over. Pockets. You can't go through the legs. You can't do the East Bay. Wear those. That would be very difficult. <laughs> FaceTime, Mr. Yates. 
It's my favorite time of year, conference college baseball tournament time. School is out, all the players are in the same place at the neutral site venues, and it's all a good time. And so when Eastern Carolina went yard on a solo homer to start the game, and they came back in and they celebrated by feeding the guy with the homer a hot dog, it was great. But the umpire threw the guy who fed him the dog out of the game. Blue, what are you doing? This is the fun part. Let the kids play. He fed him a hot dog? During Lizzie God or uh, 23 and a half hour break. We'll see you tomorrow.